Pushkin. Small business owners, this one's for you. Chase for Business and iHeart bring you a new podcast series called The Unshakables. This one-of-a-kind series will shine the spotlight on small business owners like you, who faced a do-or-die moment that ultimately made their business what it is today. Learn more at chase.com slash business slash podcast. Chase, make more of what's yours. Chase mobile app is available for select mobile devices. Message and data rates may apply. J.P. Morgan Chase Bank, N.A. member, FDIC. Copyright 2024, J.P. Morgan, Chase & Co. Now is the time to embrace a new wave of workers. Every day, your team grows younger, more digital, and more drawn to entirely new ways of working, which means you need flexible solutions to connect them where business gets done. T-Mobile for Business was born digital. With America's largest 5G network, we can make it easier to work together from virtually anywhere. Your team may be changing, but with the right tech, it can be more productive than ever before. Get started at tmobile.com slash now. This is Tracy V. Wilson from Stuff You Missed in History Class. The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new car. Like a legendary Camry built for performance and available with all-wheel drive, you can count on your new Camry to get anywhere you need to go. Or check out an affordable and reliable Corolla with a trim for every lifestyle. From the hip sedan to the sporty hatchback, there's a Corolla built just for you. Check out more national sales event deals when you visit buyatoyota.com. Toyota, let's go places. Hi, I'm Phil Donahue. And I'm Arlo Thomas. And we're going on a series of double dates to find out... What makes a marriage last? Our date in Los Angeles with Ray and Anna Romano involved a little more staging than we were used to. They'd asked us to meet at a hotel near their home, so we got there a few hours early, and rather than sit in a noisy lobby, we booked a room, ordered room service, and then proceeded to rearrange all the furniture until the setting was just right. Once they arrived, we all raided the minibar, and everyone ate M&Ms while Marlo struggled with the recording equipment. And that has to go on. Yeah, it is. I can't believe you're doing it all. I know. <laughs> yeah, those are on, but then when you press this button... Does it light? Because it's a, something's supposed to light. It's a button, though. I don't think. Let's see here. But you sorted it out like a champ. Oh, the light isn't on. There oh. you go. Yes. Yeah, you had you had it uh, upside down. Okay. Well, that's part of that's kind of my personality. Yeah. We right. finally settled down to talk. Well, first of all, you guys met when how? We we worked together at a bank. At a bank, we were we bank, were bank tellers. tellers. We were really young and. I was bank teller. Ugh, I think I started was, there when I was 18, yeah, but I, he wasn't there yet. I started working there when I was 25. I lived at home till I was 29. Wow. Yeah. So I drove my bike to work. I was pretty much like not the, the new stud guy working at the bank. <laughs> yeah, when yeah. He, yeah, when he started there, there was a bunch of young girls. We all worked there. And we're like, oh, there's a young guy starting here. <laughs> Yay, you know, whatever. Um, and then he strolled in on a bike. <laughs> I was just a, and I late, was, by the way. I, always ten to fifteen minutes late. In, yeah. Should have known back then. But we it wasn't going to change. About two years, and I, I left after two years, right? And then I asked her out uh, after I had left the bank. Yeah. After I wasn't working anymore. But little footnote: she was the third 
girl I asked out at the bank. The first two said no. Really? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> they didn't trust you at the yeah. bank. Oh, well. No. Why no. did you live at home? Was that like an Italian thing? Because that's it an Irish part, thing. It was part that. And, but, but I feel but also, like everyone in our neighborhood stayed home till they were married. Yeah. Most, yeah, most of, of them. People, I would say 95% of the a people A lot of my that we buddies know. didn't move out until they got married. They, I just happened to get married later. But also, I was kind of nowhere in my career or what I wanted to do. I, I had dropped out of college, and I was just kind of in nowhere land. Until he I, met me. Yeah, until I then met her. Then it all her. Yeah. came together. And when I met her, it was the same time I, I, I also started doing stand-up comedy. I always tell her, she took a gamble, because she went out with a guy who lived at home and rode a bike to work. <laughs> I know. And now she has uh, her own movie theater. Okay, all right. <laughs> well, you deserve it. <laughs> yeah, thank you. Yeah. Believe me, I do. You put your chips <laughs> in. That's right. Yeah. Well, what was it about him? I mean, did I, I um, wouldn't you know, have wanted to go with a guy who yeah, you know, was a bike I in think, his 20s. Honestly, <laughs> honestly, I think it just grew from a friendship into a relationship. Yeah, so I think yeah, we, were friends we became first, friends. Yeah. And he was funny. And he was kind and sweet. He really was... An yeah. easy personality, you know. We didn't have any expectations when we were dating. It wasn't like, and we just yeah. kind of did it. It was like what Rocky says in, uh, like what Stallone said in Rocky. It fills gaps. He was, I got gaps. She's got gaps. Together we fill gaps. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's true with us. Yeah. We fill gaps. Yeah. And and so you didn't. So he looked like he was going nowhere. So you could be yeah, working I at the bank the rest of yeah, your life. Yeah. I. It didn't, I didn't care, I guess. It didn't matter. I didn't have... But to, be, but to tell you the truth, I've always said this. She would be happy if I was a plumber. If, if a plumber made the same amount of money <laughs> that I did. Yes. Yeah, you, well... You, you weren't uh, looking... If he could fix yeah. things, would be really yes, great. Yes, yes. <laughs> were you doing stand-up at the time? I was like no, 27. I, I guess I was about a year and a half, two years into my stand-up. So it's still very early. Yeah. Still very early. I'm still, I'm still not making a living. What are we going to say? You're I'm, not making no, a living. No. I'm no. doing it at night, and I'm working with my friend who owns a futon mattress company during the day. I never had the idea this is going to be my career stand-up when we started dating. I just loved to do it, and I just kept doing it. You, tr you must have trusted something about him, right? He was funny, and he, he was just kind. You know, he's just a good person. I haven't he would heard be the loyal. word sexy yet. That <laughs> 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 came later. How, lo sexy, how long did, you, did it take you when you started dating to get married? About two, two years. years. Yeah. About two, two years. years. Yeah. yeah. Well, that's healthy. But I think we were both yeah. ready to, to be married. I remember one time, I don't know what the reason was, but I got jealous somehow. It was the first time I felt like this. And I don't know, I just felt like. It, it, it kind of crossed over, you know, for me. Aww, but, you never told me that. <laughs> the territorial thing. No, yeah. new things. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I think we just both had the same goals without really even talking about it. You know, we both wanted kids and a family, and that's all we really wanted. So everything else was a bonus, you know. Yeah, there wasn't like a... It, it just evolved. There wasn't a shocking me proposing and her... <gasps> yeah, yeah, no. no, no. no. No, it just was a slow realization yeah. that that we both agree we want to get married. So having lived with your mom and dad all that time, yeah. and you moved in for the first time with, with somebody. Her, yeah. I used to do stories about that in my stand-up. These are jokes, but but these were true. Like, 
day one when you move in with someone is a crucial day because you you know there's decisions to be made on day one that you don't think are important when you're living on your own like what side of the bed do you get and i thought that was trivial and then i realized that's your side for life right there <laughs> yeah. and i blew the call i didn't i didn't look at the tv angle I blew the call. yeah yeah um I think we were also brought up the same way where his mom did, you know, took care of the men in yes. the house. My mother, very Italian, I'm took care of the house. But I didn't do a, a load of, yeah. I had, first load of laundry I ever did was, was when I got the TV show and I had to come out here by myself. And I remember having to call you and say, where do I put the thing in the yeah, soap yeah. and the whatever. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. So I think we had a lot of the same background. So we kind of just fell into our roles. Which yeah. I wish we didn't fall into those roles because I do everything, but... Yeah, it wasn't like all of a sudden yeah. living on my own. It was like uh, I was still being taken care yeah. of. <laughs> <laughs> That's the yes. thing that women yeah. do. You know, the fact that you're both Italian. I mean, my mom was Sicilian, my father's Lebanese, mm -hmm. and there was a lot of screaming in our house. Yeah. Yeah. Phil always said in his house, everything was very quiet. Really? You know, yeah, not in they our didn't, house. His parents didn't fight. I was yeah. a great shock to him because I'm... Because you're a fighter. We're going to hear gonna, it right yeah. away, and I'm through with it in three minutes. He, yeah. on the other hand, is well, like, see, that's what, the other, what happened? Yeah. Why did the ceiling She's fall? She's Sicilian. Yeah. 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 yeah, I think that's it, too. Yeah. We get mad, and then yeah. it's over. You know, we're done with so it. So how do you fight? Do you fight the same way? Yeah, uh, we we fight of... the same way. She yells at me. <laughs> Normally, when we have a disagreement... I get loud. I get It's a you loud. getting loud to me. I don't return it because I know... I'm always the one in trouble, so for me to flip it on you, like I don't think I have the right to oh, yell good. at I'm, you. I'm glad. You feel that way. I know. <laughs> I'm always the one. I think he's also very good at, um, like I'm quick-tempered and I'll get mad and I don't think things through and he'll be like, okay, all right, all right, calm down for a second. Are you the one that comes and makes it better? Do you ever apologize after you've started that? or No. He's the one that... We don't apologize to each other. <laughs> That's well, another thing. There's a couple of times where... Very, yeah. I mean, it has to be a big fight. If it's yeah. stupid little fights, no. We don't really... Right apologize we just get over it and that's it no but even like not to go back to my act but <laughs> but it's all about a guy is always trying to score points with his wife and and what i've what i've realized is in this game where we're trying to score points we're, yeah, we're always behind we're always behind you never feel you have to score points with me. I always well, I don't feel... Know. I guess I don't do anything wrong. Huh? <laughs> right? No, no. It's not that you don't do anything wrong. It's, oh, that, oh. it's that you do so much more good. Oh, okay. You know, where I feel like if I see the guy selling the flower on the corner, I go, let me get it and bring it home because it'll score some points. Where she doesn't feel that. She's, a, she's ahead in I points. Know. Well, I think that's true. <laughs> I know. That's, that's... Look, listen. When I was uh, doing my show and all that, she's the one home with the four kids, and right. she's the one, and I'm the one going uh, on the road and going to wherever to film and going here. Of course, she's ahead in points, you know. Right. She, she's the one uh, holding the fort down, and I mean, I'm paying for the fort. But still. <laughs> Thank God. What? Yeah. yeah. That. Well, so trust is a big thing. So trust yes. was yeah. not a thing you guys had to work on. You had that? Yeah, we had that. I think for us, it was, he became the Hollywood star, and I really was like the stay-at-home mom. I didn't have a career. I didn't have, I was not in this business. So 
I stayed in Queens for the first season and he moved out. So he was living with his single friend who was always looking for girls and I I told him too. This I go, is during Everybody Loves Raymond. During, during Everybody Loves Raymond. Season. I stayed in Queens with my three kids. I didn't, we only had three at the time. Because we didn't know if it was going to get canceled right. or whatever. So Alan Alda did So he, yeah. him, he living with this friend of his, I told the friend, I go, you're not allowed to bring girls up there. I don't, <laughs> care. I don't care. We're paying for the apartment. You're not having girlfriends up there, you know? Because, you know, now here's a new celebrity. I don't yeah. know what it's like. He's I don't cute. Know. Yeah, and girls, bad. you know, are looking for the next best thing. And I just, I didn't want, of course I don't want that. I have three little kids, you know. I, was, I think he was well, loyal. I felt, you know yeah, I knew I was. he was very loyal. Yeah. But, but still, it doesn't even matter that you're loyal. I, you, I worry about the other women, the women, because they may can. Maybe at gunpoint. They, may, they be... may force you to sleep with them. <laughs> yeah. I don't know, you know, yeah, yeah. and you may have to say, I have to. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah. anyway, there was a little bit of that. And I, maybe I was a little, like, worried, but not. I, I really, I trusted him. I really trusted Sophia him. Sophia Loren asked my husband out to lunch. Mm. And I said, I don't think so. I really do. <laughs> For yeah. what, under what well, the, purpose? Well, the women in my office would claim that if a female guest came on to me, I didn't know it was oh. happening. <laughs> <laughs> so that was good. That was a good thing, yeah. yeah. But he had Sophia oh, Loren so on his funny. show, right? Yes. The day after the show, she invited him to lunch. He called me. I was in New York. He was in Chicago. I was working, and he was working. And he said to me, you know, Sophia Loren called me and invited me to lunch. What do you think? I said, well, if she'd invited you to lunch before she did the show, I'd understand that. Because yes, that means she wants, she to, wants to get yeah. to know her, yeah, 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 a little yeah. bit, so you'll, you'll get to know her. But if she invites you to lunch after the show, yeah, yeah. he said, yeah, that's what I thought. I, I get more jealous. The funny thing is I get more jealous than she does. And I'm the one in the scenes with women here. They, not a lot, but there's on occasion. Yeah. Yeah. And I had to do a threesome <laughs> with um, the show Vinyl that I did about rock and roll in the 70s. It was on HBO. It was like two two years ago. And I had to do a scene with the threesome. So, with two young. Right. Are you going to tell that part that they're how young? Well, <laughs> no, I don't know. I don't okay. know. Were, young whatever. naked girls. Yes. Okay. Young naked girls. Yeah. Well, it was HBO. It was Mick Jagger was producing it. It was it was on for one season. It was about rock and roll in the seventies. So I play a music producer, whatever. Afterwards, she goes, "All right, well, what was it like? Tell me what the scene was like." I asked a lot of details. <laughs> I needed to hear the details. I told her. I said, "It's it's it's horrible." There's a guy there, and there's a boom mic there, and you know we're wearing protective stuff and. She's sitting uh, here and whatever, asked, you know. I was like, yeah. where's she sitting? Yeah, where's yeah. her hand? Yeah. Where's your hand? Yeah. And All he's right. like, oh, I, I, it's I, so, I... It's so unromantic. So but anyway, so that ends. And then she was out in the... It was in New York. We filmed it. And then she had to fly back to L.A. And I call her after the plane lands. And I go, how was your flight? And she said, it was good. I sat next to this actor, this young Latino actor. And he... Well, wannabe. He, he found out I was your husband. And um, he gave me his card. So right away, now I'm the jail. I'm like, <laughs> like, what do you mean he gave you his card? Uh, right? A thousand goes, questions. She's like, what do you mean? He gave me his card because he knows he is, I'm you. He goes, but why, why would he give me his card? He goes, I go, and I kept going, and she's getting annoyed. And I go, what was his name? What was his name? And she stops me, and she goes, what was the name of the girl that sat on your cock? <laughs> Oh, God. I did this movie with Chris Christopherson, and we're in bed, you know, kissing and whatever. 
And, when, and the, the scene was literally four minutes long. And when the movie was over, he said, that is the longest fucking love scene I've ever seen uh. in my life. <laughs> I said, what the fuck was the joke about? <laughs> we'll have more after a quick break. You can find inspiring stories almost anywhere. For instance, check out the co-founders of Girls Who Do Interiors. This Miami-based design company was started by three friends when they were still in school. And right from the start, they turned to Chase for Business for everything from banking and payment acceptance to credit cards. And they handle them all in one place with the Chase mobile app. It's so important to have that kind of help when you're just starting out. Learn more at chaseforbusiness.com. Make more of what's yours. Chase mobile app is available for select mobile devices. Message and data rates may apply. J.P. Morgan Chase Bank N.A. member FDIC. Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other as Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Join us March 20th live from the edge at Hudson Yards in New York City Featuring an unforgettable performance by Grammy and Academy Award-winning singer, songwriter, and composer, John Batiste. The all-new Infiniti QX80 is unlike any luxury SUV you've ever seen. Smart enough to anticipate your needs, even before you do. Every line, curve, and detail was thoughtfully crafted, so everything for every passenger feels just right. Don't miss it. Mark your calendars and be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Brought to you by T-Mobile for Business. Now is the time for 5G business. These days, we have robots that do brain surgery. You can ask an AI chatbot to write your term paper. But yesterday, as I was driving fruitlessly around the parking lot of my local supermarket, all I could think was, why can't someone come up with a gizmo that just directs me to the nearest available parking spot? Well, it turns out that's just the kind of solution that T-Mobile for Business can come up with. From smarter cities to safer industrial workplaces, 5G can enable a better, more connected world. And T-Mobile for Business has the network built for the way business and tech converge today. Right now, workforces are more widely distributed than ever. Industries are ripe for disruption, and tech is advancing at a rate that requires vast and secure connectivity. Offering the nation's largest 5G network, T-Mobile is the best network partner to take your business to the next level. Now is the time to business bravely and start building your future today. Go to tmobile.com slash now to learn more. We're back to our conversation with Ray and Anna Romano. They've been together for more than 30 years. Not an easy thing to do in Hollywood. So Marlo asked, what's the glue that keeps them together? It's that we're compatible. She's this person, I'm this person. I'm this person who performs and part of me needs attention and this and that. That doesn't threaten her and she doesn't feel neglected by that, you know? And in, in, especially in this business, the pieces have to fit that way, I feel. Like he needs that attention from other people. 
all I want is the attention from my family. I don't really need it from and me. And other she doesn't people. even get it from me as much as yes, I should. Not at and all. And yet she. Uh, <laughs> Why is that? that? Is that your Catholic Italian thing? Yeah, the father and he's, all that. You know, my father was very yeah. undemonstrative, and it was just hard to show anything like that. Yeah. But you know what? I don't even think it's only that because I notice. I think it's genetic. I think it's something you're born with. But and they also you pick are. up on They're, me. Because yeah, I, maybe. I, yeah. My father never said he loved me to me. Never. Uh, so I go out of my way to make sure yeah. my kids don't feel that. But even when I do, it doesn't roll off the tongue. It's, it's, it doesn't it, come natural. It's, yes, but I do it. But, but I feel self-conscious doing it. So they pick up on that a little yeah. bit. You know? yeah. Well, my kids are now... They now say, love you. Yeah. That was hard. It's hard, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it came yeah. Out. Was it hard for you, though, to tell yeah. them? Yeah. Sure. Yeah. It's weird how just some people... Yeah. The yeah. yeah. first time you told me he loved me, we were in Chicago near his home. We were taking a walk, and he said to me, Okay, I'm going to play a card here. <laughs> he was setting you up for it. Yeah. I'll play a card here. I said, yeah. He says, I love you. I said... <laughs> That's a card. <laughs> yeah, because he's trying to see if you're gonna. He's trying to see if you can get it out. out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, right, right. Because his parents never it said didn't I didn't come you. natural. Yeah. My parents said I love you all the time. Yeah, yeah, you know, yeah, we yeah. cried. My father cried all the time. My oh. mother cried. Everybody was very emotional. Right, people. right, right. Oh, wow. yeah. yeah. So it's completely different kind of. Well, how about the first time we we kissed? Yeah. The, so the first time we kissed, he drove me home to my mom's house, and we we made out in the car. So we were done, and I don't know what you know. I don't know what to do next. And so I look at him, and he literally is not looking at me. He can't even look at me. He's looking straight <laughs> out the windshield, straight ahead. And I'm like, um, oh, okay. So I'll see you tomorrow. I don't know. You'll call me. I don't know. It was so awkward. You know, no. the afterwards was awkward. During yeah. was fine. You know. I know. So what have you learned from being married this long? that you would pass on? Well, I think you shouldn't decide until you know the person totally, you know? I think by the time we decided, you knew who I was, yeah. and I knew who you were. Yeah, but we were yeah. together two years, where some yeah. people date 10 years, they get married, and then get divorced. I know. And I never understand it's that, I know. you know? I so what, what, yeah. the, What's the big surprise? Yeah, I, I, I don't know. What about stress? Who handles it better? We stress over different things. That's the problem. But Why I'm worse is different. because I stress over things that you really shouldn't. You know, I'm neurotic. I'm, I'm the neurotic yeah. one. So well, like I'll, what? I'll like stress what? over, you know, what's this bump? What's this thing? How, that guy, he hates me. You know, stuff Const- like that. But constantly, yeah. all, all day, there's something. You know, I'm the, I am. I'm neurotic. I'm, yeah. I'm, uh, uh, I'm a hypochondriac. I'm a pessimist, and I obsess over things. Where she stresses over things like yeah, that's I stress true. over like real things, and that's when I am the rational one. I stress over the kids, you know, if they're not working, they're not going to school, or it's just big, the real life yeah. things where he's just obsessed over little. Yeah, well, there's a there's a great saying that a, a good marriage people don't go crazy at the same time. Mm-hmm. We yes. go crazy at the same time. Oh. <laughs> so. You know, oh, well, when he panics, I panic, and when I panic, he panics. Yeah. And, I, and I've been trying to really work on that, yeah. which is when he panics, I really try very hard not yeah. to. 
and, and he tries not to. I think to. we do that. I think yeah. we do that pretty good. We, yeah. Yeah. Interviewing other people about marriage is really yeah. interesting because every time we do, we get in the car and say, well, do we do that? Do you yeah. do you know? Yeah. One of the things we were thinking through is about what we really get from the other that we just can't get anyplace else and mm -hmm. not love and sex and those things, but other emotional yeah. things. And I'm a very self-reliant person. Wow. I'm very resourceful and tough and all mm -hmm. that. But when I get blue or down, only one person can make it better, and that's Phil. He will talk me out of where I put yeah. myself. I'm one of those people who always feels I said the wrong thing somewhere. Yeah. And I, did you see that person's face? I mean, I really, why did I say that then? I say, are you kidding? You were the most interesting person at the party. Are you crazy? Aww. You know, he'll just bring me all the way from yeah. zero up. So I'm trying to figure out how that, if there's that in you guys. I think, uh, well, he's... Well, I get, well, what I get from her is the truth, you know? In this business where everyone either is phony or kissing your ass, you know, I know that's not going to happen with her. She's just going to tell me the truth and not, not be mean about it, but it's exactly what I want, you know? You can count on it. Yes. Perfect example. And when Everybody Loves Raymond premiered, I was in L.A. and She was home with the kids. And so to celebrate, we were going to go to Vegas, me and Kevin James, my buddy. And when I told her we're going to Vegas, she goes, oh, you're going to Vegas. I'm, uh, meantime, I'm home with the kids. I go, but my show premiered. And I was kind of being mockingly cocky, you know. I was saying, do you understand what, what is happening right now? My, I'm, I'm being broadcast in front of the whole United States, okay? 30 million people are going to see me tonight. You know, I'm just trying to be annoying, whatever. I'm, I'm going to be a star tomorrow. And to which she said, you're still the dick I married. <laughs> there goes my dirty <laughs> That is so wonderful. We had such a great time with Ray and Anna. After we wrapped up, we realized... We had completely forgotten to ask about one very important experience that they had gone through together. Days later, we called them on the phone to hear the story. So were you alone when you got the news, uh, Anna? Or were you, was Ray with you with the doctor? Or how, how did it happen? Um, well, <clears throat> the gynecologist found a lump. So we did a mammogram, and they found something. Yeah, when I picked up the phone, you were crying, and I thought immediately thought it was my father because my father was was close to to leaving yeah, us. Ill. Yeah. And then you told me that uh, yeah, so then, that he found so something. Was, yeah. Yeah, I got very, I was very upset. And then you went for the biopsy. Yeah. We had to wait a whole weekend to get the results, and then when we got the results, it was like Monday morning at 9 a.m. Yeah, it was Monday morning. Ray, we, we were together because we were waiting for him for them to call, you know? Yeah, we called from the bathroom. I remember we were in the bathroom. You know, it's very nerve. You're, you're nervous all weekend. We were hosting a Super Bowl party that weekend. Oh, God. We had 50, yeah. 50, 50 at least people over our house. And we just had to, you know, uh, yeah, we, get through it. I'm sure that was very scary. Yeah, yeah, yeah. very, very. But, yeah. but we were first trying to say, look, let's not, let's not think it's anything until we know it's something, you know? Right, right, um, right. I think it was like 9 a.m. on a Monday they called us. You know, first we kind of got emotional, and um, but then we immediately wanted to, didn't want to waste any time, you know? Yeah. I remember I had to call my manager and cancel. It, it kind of hit me then when I had to tell him why. Um, I was in my I remember I was in the closet and I got a little I got a little 
It, it overtook me a little bit. So at that moment when you got the phone call. They said, um, so it is breast cancer. And, of course, I, you know, whatever. I'm going to get emotional. I know. Well, who um, wouldn't? I'm getting I, emotional listening to it. I don't know. I, I think when you get the news, it's just. I think I was all weekend just trying to convince myself, well, it's not. It's not going to be that, you know. And mind you, Ray is such a hypochondriac. He's always like, I think I have stomach cancer. I think I have this cancer. And it's funny because it's not funny, but I did say to him, I go, you're the one who always thinks you have cancer. I never do. And I'm the one who gets it, you know. But I'm glad it was me and not you because at least I guess I'm stronger maybe in that sense. I don't know. It was a very emotional period because the, also the day you had your surgery was the day my father passed away. Oh, yeah. my. And I remember. So, yeah, we were driving to the hospital, you know, at like, I don't know, 6 a.m., and my mother-in-law called us to say they think today is going to be the day that he passes. I don't know right. what and, and, yeah. and while you were getting prepped, my mother called me and told me he passed away, and then and then I saw you before you went in, but I didn't tell you. You said, yeah. how's your father? But I didn't want to tell you then. But then we kind of, you know, you, we made like a uh, connection and, and a feeling that my father kind of went to a place where he could look over you. Yeah. Now, now I'm getting emotional. And, and make sure that everything goes well for you, you know. Uh, that's a lovely thought. Well, my, I learned how strong she is, you know, uh-huh. and and I learned, you know, I'm not the most demonstrative man. Um, Anna knows this about me. Yeah. But, yeah, yeah, when something like this happens and you face the fact that you may lose someone like this, it, it kind of... Uh, it, it shines a light on how much you love this person, and uh, and I should say it. Yes, <laughs> you should every day. <laughs> yes. The reason this marriage works is because, thankfully, um, she knows I love her, and, you know, some women who have to hear it out loud, it's not going to go that well when you're married to a guy like me, you know? <laughs> uh, Well, it's pretty clear how well it is going between Ray and Anna Romano. And it was such fun hanging out with them. It sure was. Until next time, I'm Phil Donahue. And I'm Marlo Thomas. Did you start telling her you loved her then? No. Uh, I I did then, but... I probably said it a couple more times, but... Ten years... Double Date is a production of Pushkin Industries. The show was created by us and produced by Sarah Lilly. Michael Bahari is associate producer. Musical adaptations of It Had to Be You by Stellwagen Symphonette. Marlo and I are executive producers, along with Mia Lobel and Lital Molad from Pushkin. Special thanks to Jacob Weisberg, Malcolm Gladwell, Heather Fain, John Schnars, Carly Migliori, Eric Sandler, Emily Rostek, Jason Gambrell, Paul Williams, and Bruce Kluger. If you like our show, please remember to share, rate, and review. Thanks for listening.
Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury. The premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Live March 20th from the edge at Hudson Yards in New York City. Featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Does money stress you out? Let FACET flip your financial chaos into clarity. Finding FACET immediately put us at ease. FACET's innovative approach to financial planning ensures your money works as hard as you do, enabling members to experience the joys of having your finances in order. That makes us FACET for life now, I guess. (laughs) Visit FACET.com, F-A-C-E-T.com to learn more. This ad is sponsored by FACET. FACET Wealth is an SEC-registered investment advisor. This is not an offer to buy or sell securities, nor is it investment, legal, or tax advice. These testimonials are from current FACET members who are not compensated. All opinions are their own and not a guarantee of a similar outcome. Did you know that most salads travel over 2,000 miles to reach your plate, but not with 80 Acres Farms? Their crisp salad greens and herbs are food less traveled, going from farm to store in days, not weeks. They stay fresher for longer in your fridge. My salad lasts all week long, which means less food waste and easy meal planning. Oh, and did I mention there's no need to wash these greens? Because 80 Acres Farms uses zero pesticides. Visit 80acresfarms.com to learn more and find their salads and salad kits at your local Harris Teeter.